Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Great day to tune into our show today. I love the winter because in northern Nevada, winter seems like spring on some days, and it has been glorious and beautiful outside. Great time to be out and about looking for homes in northern Nevada to buy. Unbelievable, the prices nowadays. They continue to go up, even though there's somewhat of economic turmoil across the country. Northern Nevada is a hot place to relocate to. That's why I'm encouraging everybody from California to skip over Nevada and head over to the East Coast. You'll love it over there. I got a buddy in Philadelphia. His name is Philly Phil. You wouldn't believe the real estate deals available in Philadelphia and New York. Wonder why? (laughs) We're going to talk about that and more later on the show because our guests are in the studio. We have with us April Labrie, CEO of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, along with Kate Zook, Executive Director of Silver State Fair Housing Council. Also joining us on the artistic side today, David Dory. He's with us to talk to us about his new location, his new store, Dore Gallery in South Meadows. And also with us today, Tim Dory. He's going to be talking to us about his great photography business and some of the items that he has for display at Dore Gallery. A look at the Reno Sparks Association stats for the month, looking at housing trends, that and more after this. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Hi, this is Sherry Hill from Sage International wishing you all a peaceful and blessed holiday season. You're tuned into Nevada Real Estate Radio. A great day to tune into our show today. We're talking about all the great things to learn about and know about in Northern Nevada. As a real estate owner, buyer, seller, it's a great place to be. I love being a real estate owner in Northern Nevada because I get to do the stuff that I love, like enjoy the beautiful outdoors and become a beekeeper. Well, actually, I am a beekeeper for the last five years. It's an amazing pastime, and I'm encouraging you to join me if you're interested, too, at the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. It's coming up fast, February 26th and 27th in Yarrington, Nevada. Two days of fun, entertainment. You meet great people. We've done some great business at the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. You'll be amazed the type of people you meet between beehives. Check it out. Visit NevadaStateBeekeepers.org and tell them Peter sent you. With me in the studio today, I have April Labrie, CEO of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Welcome to our show. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm talkative. (laughs) I've been chatting all morning. I love talking to people. Absolutely. We're doing great here on our radio show and on our business. And how about you? How's the world of real estate for April Labrie? The world of real estate is moving quickly. Um, We are looking at some numbers that we haven't seen in quite a long time, Mm the lowest inventory that we've had. Mm -hmm. Um, Market prices are still going up in our area. Reno's a great place to live. Fernley also heading through the roof. So we're super excited. You know, back in March of 2020, I was really concerned about a lot of things in our economy as the months were coming toward us. And real estate was one of the big concerns. And I was trying to think back and prepare. Let's see, what was I in 2011 and 2012? Because it sounds like it's going to be a lot like that. It really didn't turn out that way. It's probably not going to continue going that way either. I want to talk to you more about that after we introduce our next guests. We'll come back because I want to look at those numbers in northern Nevada real estate. With us in the studio too, Kate Zook, ED of the Silver State Fair Housing Council. Welcome to the show, Kate. Thanks for having me, Peter. I'm so happy to be here, and 
working with April to work on housing issues throughout the state. Mm -hmm. um, our, our relationship with Reno Sparks Association of Realtors goes many years back, and uh, April and I worked together on a lot of projects, so mm -hmm. I'm happy to be here with her today. You have new exciting things to talk to us uh, on the front of fair housing in Northern <laughs> Nevada, I'm sure. Um, yeah, I, no new protections, uh, just so everybody knows that, but looking at uh, different ways in which fair housing applies, not only to real estate sales, but to rentals, um, to assisting people with housing discrimination types of issues. Silver State is a private nonprofit group, so we're not, we're not the enforcement agency, we're not the muscle, but we do assist people to understand their fair housing rights and how fair housing laws are applied. And we're here to be a resource for the entire community. We're not here to be the gotcha. Uh, for the real estate industry, what we want to do is support everyone. Our mission is to ensure equal housing opportunity. Best way to do that is through education and being a resource for others. Wow. I've got a lot to talk to you about later on the show, too. <laughs> Trust me. With me in the studio, too, my friend from way back. Gosh, I think I met you probably, uh, oh, 20 years, years ago. ago. About 20 years ago. Yeah. David Dory's with us. David Dory. Um, had a business next to a TV station that I used to work at, and you had an art story there. Tell us about yeah, your business we, now. You're back in town. Well, our business now is, um, I'm one of those people who just relocated back to Nevada from Los Angeles. I was doing the art stuff down there, and, um, well, it's time to come back home. Yeah. So, <laughs> And uh, so my brother and I decided we'd go ahead and open up a new gallery frame shop. Yeah. And um, South Creek Shopping Center. By the way, this Saturday, or Saturday the 12th, will be a little tiny wine walk in the shopping center for everybody that wants to go to a, a little tiny safe wine walk. Safe wine walk? It's the best kind of wine walk. So I love the South Creek Shopping Center. There's a great pizza joint there I visit. Also, you've got a beer place right next uh, door, yeah, especially beers. Um, a breakfast place that I've been to once or twice. I normally don't give squeeze in free advertising, but you know it is a pretty good place. And once you know where squeeze in is, in is in South Meadows, and you know where Doray Gallery is. Tell us about some of the things inside the gallery. Well, we've got photography. That's my brother, Kim, and um, we'll probably have featured a local artist every two or three weeks. And then we have my artwork, which is fairly familiar to some people, not everybody. Um, I have some new artwork lately that I've been doing, which is called Constellations. Uh -huh. And they are basically stippled dot stars in the clouds where they form a... a whale or a seal or maybe a couple of nude women hidden in there somewhere the shirt I've, shirt I've got on right now is actually a wine glass mm -hmm. this was done for the laguna canyon winery mm -hmm. but if you can see where the i know it's radio you just have to envision we'll have pictures you could see the the nude woman appearing in the glass in the bottom of the wine there um so, i'm almost there but i'm married <laughs> Married men don't see those things. So you have to come to the gallery and really check it out. I bet, you know, I was in the gallery yesterday, ladies and gents, for a quick tour before we did the radio show. I was quite impressed with what I saw. And, uh, in, you know, including with your work, David, and, I, you know, I, you have some signature work that I recognize every time I see it because I used to live in a, a, a little town in southern Arizona, Yuma, Arizona, and right side of Yuma, Arizona are the, are the sand dunes where Star Wars was filmed. The Jabba the Hutt scene was there in the sand dunes. And when I see your paintings of the sand dunes in motion, it reminds me all of that kind of comes back together. That's a really neat yeah, piece. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty unique style to me, I guess. And uh, um, it's one of those things that becomes your own little sanctuary. Usually the people don't see any of the stuff in it. But after they see what's in it, then it never looks like sand dunes ever again. Oh, yeah, no, because you find, you find where everything is. It's awesome. Tim, your brother, is with us in the studio, too. A photographer, and a lot of your work is displayed, too, there as well. Tim, tell us about yourself. How long have you been in the photography world? Uh, for probably about 15 years. Okay. Uh, and, uh, I've kind of done a lot of different things, from automobile photography to landscapes. I stick mostly with landscapes anymore, Yeah. Uh, concentrating on the Sierra Nevadas. Because uh -huh. it's just so beautiful. It's hard oh, it not is. to get up there and yeah. take pictures. So It's nice to be able to capture the moments with your own technique. Correct. Yeah. Lighting with the light. Add the lights and the sun and the, into it. So it's just, yeah. Encouraging everybody to consider a visit to Doray Gallery in South Creek 
shopping center. It's just off of South Meadows, and you take the foothill exit, and it's real close. You know, it's that whole shopping center has so much to offer that you know you can go have dinner there, uh, you check out some art, uh, maybe have some coffee at the coffee shop next door. It's just it's you, it's you know you can spend the whole weekend there, quite frankly. Yeah. And but, and the custom framing will do for you too. And if you don't have anything to frame, come by. I will give you a free poster. Well, come check it out, Doré Gallery. And what is the address if somebody wants to Google that? It is 15 Foothill Road, Suite Number 2. 15 Foothill Road, Suite Number 2. And tell them Peter sent you. Also with us in the <laughs> studio, we have the ladies from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. As much as I want to talk about these stats, I want to wait until the next segment because there's so many things to talk about with each one of the line items. Uh, but it all has to do with the ability to buy a home in northern Nevada. You have to have this information if you're ready to buy a home. But you also have to know what other steps are involved in buying or selling a home in northern Nevada. And a lot of those things aren't so obvious as the price and the stats and what it is you want. I would imagine that is where somebody like you, Kate, come in. Kate Zook from Silver State Fair Housing Council. What is the general mission? The mission of Silver State Fair Housing Council is to ensure equal housing opportunity for all residents of Nevada mm -hmm. as provided for under state and federal fair housing laws. And so the quick version is it's illegal to discriminate against someone in any sort of housing transaction because of their race, color, religion, national origin, sex, their family status, disability, and in Nevada we have protections for ancestry, sexual orientation, and gender identity and expression. So those are very broad protections and they cover all of us. We are all covered by fair housing law in multiple ways. Very interesting. It might be easier too to talk about the things that you're not prohibited from doing. How is there any way that you can discriminate when you have people who want to rent a property and you see all kinds of people, in what way is it allowed that you can discriminate? Oh, Peter, a, a lesson in how to? Mm -hmm. Well, okay. So let me, let me just explain my question. <laughs> so a lot of people don't understand the way I communicate. Sometimes I communicate literally. So when I make decisions, I'm always discriminating. I'm a discriminating shopper. I'm a discriminating person when it comes to what client I'm going to work with. So I think discrimination has gotten a bad name. So illegal discrimination is one thing, and I'm certainly against that. Correct. But if I have a group of potential renters, I'm going to discriminate based on credit score, perhaps, based on their ability to pay, their uh, references. Come on. A man has to have some discriminating tastes and Absolutely. discriminating elements. But you're right. It's the illegal ones, and none of us want to cross that path. I'm going to ask other questions of you. I, I love this topic. Love it because I've been in the real estate world for a long time, and we're going to continue our conversation with April Labrie, CEO of the Reno Sparks Association. I've got to look at the stats right here. And more from our friends Tim and Dave Dory from Doray Gallery after this. Sage International Incorporated, we believe if you know the way, you must light it for others. Owning a business can be hard, demanding, and even bizarre. At Sage International, our passion centers on education, which is based on our own experiences of building a company from scratch, along with the insights gained from the thousands of clients we have served. If you are a business owner, real estate investor, professional or entrepreneur, and not sure how to properly structure your business and personal assets to safely grow, protect, and leverage your hard-earned wealth from the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and estate taxes, then call Sage International Incorporated at 775-786-5515 to schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill today. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. I love Sherry Hill, and you will too after you listen to the Sherry Hill Radio Show. Sherry Hill is known as the wealth protection diva because she knows the world of business like no one else. Robert Kiyosaki, author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, recommended her book, Incorporate and Get Rich. And to this day, the phone keeps on ringing from people that want more success from their business. Tune in every Monday to the Sherry Hill Radio Show, 1130 a.m. right here on 1180 a.m. radio, The Sherry Hill Show, Mondays, 1130 a.m. 
We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Great day to tune into our show today. I was outside this weekend checking on my honeybees. It's been so nice and warm in northern Nevada. Here we are already in December, but it's not going to last long. It's going to get cold, cold outside before too long, and those bees are going to be hibernating just like you and I are. The reason I talk about bees so often is because I'm a beekeeper and I love to encourage people to attend the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. Last year at the Bee Conference, I met a gentleman, his doctor, Dr. Ron Fezenden. He wrote a book called The Little Honey Book. It's got so many great tips and information about better health with local honey. It's just amazing. One of the tips he gave to people was that if you're having trouble sleeping, before you go to bed, take a tablespoon of honey. Let it dissolve in your mouth quickly. Before long, the natural enzymes in the honey and the natural proteins are going to work with your body to help it naturally induce sleep the natural way. So that's a honeydew? This is a honeydew. Very good. <laughs> done, done. Also, I met another gent. He is a beekeeper. In fact, he's the president of the New Jersey Beekeepers Association. His name is Frank Mortimer. He wrote a book called Bee People and the Bugs They Love. That would be me. I'm one of those. Either bee people or a buggy love. If you want to learn more about those guys, Nevada State Beekeeping, visit nevadastatebeekeepers.org. In the studio, April Labrie from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. I'm also talking with Kate Zook. And Kate is the executive director of Silver State Fair Housing Council. Kate, do you guys have an office in town? We do have an office in town. We're over in the Midtown area in a small office. We also have an office in Las Vegas because we serve the entire state. Mm -hmm. um, we are available right now with the way things are for appointments, but we answer calls all day long. Uh, we answer emails through our website. So we are available continuously for people who have questions about fair housing and housing discrimination. Mm, interesting. And April, you've been working with Kate for a while on projects like this. Absolutely. Uh, we love working with Kate. Kate does an amazing job on the education aspect. Mm -hmm. uh, typically, we would hold their classes in our facility. Uh, now that we're going virtually, we're actually going to be partnering on providing her the support that they need to still continue with those courses. Very so, nice. Very excited. Looking forward to that project. Yeah. Uh, we also support their annual fair housing poster contest that they do with the elementary students around mm. our area. Mm -hmm. Love working on that. Yeah. Uh, we even participate in doing the um, the calendar mm -hmm. and so we have lots of fun together. And we also work together when it comes to more serious business and well, that's yeah. when we have agents or members of the public that mm -hmm. uh, may violate some fair housing either knowingly or unknowingly. We work together on those issues as well. I would imagine it's critical when you're in the real estate world because you're interacting with so many different people. And let's face it, there's a lot of regulation. There's a lot of concern for the well-being of people, the ability to buy homes. There's obviously a continuing education that goes on at the Association of Realtors, just like there is across the country, right, about these types of things. And I'm sure that Silver State is part of that education process. Correct. So Silver State hosts the ABCs of Fair Housing. Um, that's education towards real estate agents. Mm -hmm. We also have fair housing courses as well as with NAR has created what's called Fair Haven, mm -hmm. which is a virtual online simulation program that mm -hmm. real estate agents can go through yeah. um, that puts them in situations that could potentially be a violation of the Fair Housing Act. Mm -hmm. um, you know, realtors in the preamble under all is the land not under some, under all. And so as realtors, we strongly support and believe in that. If we receive any cases before us that could potentially be a, a fair housing violation as well, uh -huh. um, we partner up with Kate and we handle them accordingly. Interesting, let me ask a question. What if we have um, an individual from a foreign country, let's say, let's just pick a country, right? Let's say somebody from Japan wants to come buy some real estate. And so as a seller, as an agent, I've got eight candidates, and I know that this guy lives down in Yarrington, this guy's from Reno, this guy's from California, this guy's from Japan, and I don't want to do deal with a guy who's not a U.S. citizen. Is there a fair housing discrimination issue there, Kate? Can you tell me? Well, you're discriminating against people who are not citizens. Yes. And there is no specific protection for citizenship, uh, and I think that you would have to evaluate this in terms of, do you not want this person 
because they're from Japan or do you not want them because there's more paperwork involved because you have a harder time verifying funding mm -hmm. those types of issues mm -hmm. you know Peter a lot of a lot of discrimination is based on somebody's perception of how they are treated and so if this person from Japan says you know you've got a lot of Caucasian people from different parts of Nevada uh, I think you don't want me because of the way I look. Because oh, and I would of the say absolutely not. That has nothing to do with it. In fact, well, one of these other candidates is Japan, Japanese who lives in Yarrington. So it's not, it's basically not ethnic. It's about, you know, what's what your citizenship correct. is. Correct. What is your legal citizenship? Correct. So do I want to sell to a U.S. citizen or do I want to sell to a foreign citizen? Okay. So I, I, my question is just this. If I was to make a decision, can a foreign citizen claim a hardship and, and being discriminated against because they weren't sold property because they're a foreign citizen. Yes, they can. There, there's no requirement for citizenship in order to file a complaint mm -hmm. based on national origin. Mm -hmm. I think the burden at that point would be on you mm -hmm. to demonstrate if a complaint is filed, mm -hmm. you show HUD that you have done citizenship checks yeah. on every single person. Right in order to evaluate that. All right. So okay. then, in, but in essence, here's the, here's the answer. So as an owner of real estate, as a landlord, my decision would be absolutely not to discriminate because there's way too much paperwork. Right. It's too much of a hassle. I don't want to hassle with my, anybody over how I interact with people. So that's the point I wanted to make. You cannot even discriminate if you're dealing with a Chinese owner of a business who wants to come to buy your property. He may file a lawsuit against you. You cannot discriminate against anyone for any reason. Is that right? Well, in my world, yes. Yeah. When I'm queen, that will be it. Okay. Uh, but yes, you can screen for certain things. Like and what, what could we screen for? You can screen for income. You wow. can screen right now for source of income. Yeah. Credit okay. history. Good, good, good. Uh, rental sales, you know, history uh, in terms of, you know, somebody, how somebody maintains a property, those Got types it. of things. Yes. You can screen for all of these objective mm -hmm. criteria. Mm -hmm. If somebody has a disability, they might ask you to waive some of that yeah. as an accommodation to their disability. Every component of home sales, mm -hmm. rentals, lending, advertising has a fair housing overlay Absolutely. that we recommend you, you look at going Absolutely. Look, I'm, I'm a big believer. You treat everybody fairly, and uh, everybody will treat you fairly. You just have to make sure that people can follow through on the business end of the deal. And that's what you're looking for, a good business end on the deal. Obviously, character is something you can research when you look at past history in, in rental payments, uh, references if you require them, and so forth and so forth. I admire the work that you're doing. You're keeping things fair and equal for all of us. Kate, when it comes to the housing world. Can you discriminate against like a profession? For instance, like the three P's that you never ever loan money to? Painters, preachers, and prostitutes. <laughs> now, since I'm a painter, I'm on the end of this. That hurts. <laughs> no. That hurts. Well, I, that's, that's a given right there. <laughs> but no, I actually have one that's even more serious on this one. It's renting to family members. I discriminate against family members. I don't do. I don't rent my property to family members. You know why? When they're late on the rent, oh, Uncle Peter, Uncle Peter, give me another. You know, it, family members. No, thank you. So I have to tell you, Kate, I'm, I'm going to discriminate against my family members. I am not. If they come to you, you tell them that. Yeah, I don't trust them. Well, and and you can document that, Peter. <laughs> Here's, here's my gene testing. I'm related. I don't want you. Um, but, <laughs> I mean, you know, th there are lots of types of discrimination that are legal. Source of income is not protected under really? our state or federal laws. So, David, the prostitution question. I know. I didn't tell people I was a prostitute. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, you can, you can pick almost any vice, quote-unquote vice, and say, I don't allow people with... Yeah, in, but that's not a protected thing. It is not a protected thing. Now, I mm. think that will be changing, mm. if not in this legislative session, the next. And I think there will be some movement in the federal uh, arena as well in mm. terms of protecting source of income. Because that would mean not only your gainful 
employment, but also um, people maybe who receive government funds um, to support their housing, Section 8 recipients. Yeah, I thought there was I thought there was protection against that for no. Section 8 recipients. No. There isn't. Very interesting. No. So you're looking for the kindness of the of the owner or the management company to extend that courtesy should they feel like that's an issue, it's, uh, they still can make that decision. Mm -hmm. Wow, very interesting. We'll have that and we're going to be talking more with April about the stats. I've got them right here. I'm excited to talk about them at the Real Sparks Association of Realtors. More with David and Tim Dory from Doray Gallery after this. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. A lot of people are thinking about starting a business now, believe it or not, that we're moving into a new year, 2021. If you want to get started on the right foot, you've got to incorporate the right way. Call Sherry Hill at Sage International. It's amazing the kind of experience and knowledge you'll have at your fingertips when you talk to somebody like Sherry Hill. Sherry has been in business for 27 years. Same location, serving clients all across the country, including Canada and Mexico. They want to incorporate their business the right way and make sure their assets are protected properly. That's why they call the Wealth Protection Diva. Give Sherry Hill a call at Sage International, 775-786-5515, or visit sageintl.com. Tell her Peter sent you with me in the studio. I have the team from Doray Gallery. Tim and David Dory are with us in the studio. Also, the executive director of Silver State Fair Housing Council, Kate Zook, is with us. And rounding out the team, April Labrie, CEO of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Glad you're here with us today. It's amazing to watch the numbers, the way that they move. I always remind people, I was a mortgage lender back in 2012. That's when the market was going down, 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 down. And when it bottomed, the median home price in northern Nevada, that's a typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage, already on the market, not a new home, not a new build, but it's already there. That price was $150,000. Want to buy a new home? $150,000. What's the median home price now, April Labrie? $453,750. So that's uh, $300,000 more. It, it's it, tripled. It has. It has. However, historically, if we do look at that trend line, mm -hmm. um, we really are averaging uh, where we should be at at this point in time, despite the yeah. the, the drop. So, right, if we'd uh, have never had the big drop exactly. and big comeback and all that, but still. Trend line, we would still be here today. Yeah, but you'd have to be 20 years into the house for that, <laughs> yeah. that to happen. I exactly. mean, I'm thinking the guys that went through the hardships in 2010-11, they had to short sell, they got thrown out of their house, they're living with family or in their RV, and then they scraped enough money, and then finally when they had that three-year three window behind them, and it's 2012 or 13, and they bought a home, genius. Genius. So there's, there's two good news about that. There's two points we're looking at. Properties now, for most people, um, does have equity, which was great to see. So if you are in your home, odds are that you have equity in that home to either do some remodel work or go ahead and put that property on the market and transition to a different home. Maybe yeah. now you're looking for uh, a house that actually has your own office space in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Since some of, so many of us are working from right. home. Um, so that's good news number one. And good news number two is our distressed property numbers are still significantly low. You're looking at 2% of the properties on the market are distressed. Yeah. So we want to keep an eye on that as we continue forward through the COVID mm -hmm. restrictions. Um, we really are looking at the eviction moratorium, how long that will last, 
the um, ability for the mom and pop owners of properties, those investment properties on how um, they can work their way through COVID and being able to pay that mortgage. Because right now with the rental evictions um, being on hold, those owners may be struggling to pay that second mortgage. There's no doubt. And so with that in mind, we're going to keep a close watch on those and, and uh, make sure they don't get too high. So we're hoping that restrictions will ease up, everyone will be able to go back to work or have some sort of income um, to start making those second mortgages. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of challenges in the COVID era for any business. There are a few fortunate businesses that are doing better. If you have a share of Zoom nowadays, you're making more money. And if you're doing delivery, uh, you're making more money. If you are are doing anything that does not involve interacting with the masses. The real estate world was all about interacting with the masses. You have meetings, you've got sessions, you've got open houses, restaurant lunches, uh, you know, the whole bit. I mean, you talk about an industry that has changed dramatically. Personality was the main thing that people wanted in the real estate trend, do you like the owner? Do you need something you feel comfortable being with? Your guy's going to be driving around town looking at a lot of houses. You want to make sure you, you're okay with that, right? Right. You don't have that anymore. And real estate was deemed an essential business. So um, it continued throughout the government shutdowns. They um, just learned to do it differently. Uh, they got really good at virtual tours. They got really good at Zoom. We got really good at doing education by Zoom. They still are meeting. They are just masking up now. Uh, we are showing homes. Open houses are, are now allowable. And so we are having the agents mask up, sanitize up, uh, having sellers also have, you know, the handy wipes everywhere. We're asking potential buyers, please don't touch anything when you're going through the properties. Um, you know, doing the best that we can to still show inventory and, um, but be safe and, and follow those guidelines. One bet, in, one out is always a good rule. Yeah. So. I bet the type of uh, visitor that you have to open houses is a more qualified visitor nowadays, though, because there's, uh, they're more of what you call serious buyers. I mean, who wants to go out and tour homes with a mask and not be afraid to touch anything? And the, the whole process, I think the day of the looky-loo may be over. The looky-loos are staying home, and that's great. That's great news for sellers. Properties are going under contract within 34 days. So they're having serious buyers looking through those properties, willing to make an offer, a strong offer, and that is the benefit to the sellers. Amazing that real estate is so strong. In northern Nevada, heck, it's strong all across the country, almost everywhere. Correct. And I I think it's because, April, people are recognizing the value of their home more than ever. Now that we're forced to stay home more than ever, I mean, we're looking around and saying, well, you know what? I like this. I don't like that. Maybe I should do this. Maybe I should buy that. We're going to spend more time in our home. Hey, we're making money in our home now. I believe that you can take a tax deduction for doing part of or all of your business from your home. And so Absolutely. now that may be a way to add to your ability to purchase a home, refinance a home. I mean, there's so many options now. You just have to take advantage, good advantage of the of the good things in life. Correct. And that may well be one of them. Correct. Yes. I, I do expect some home offices are going to be definitely on that checkmark list of what I want in my, new, in my next home. I know what I you want. I need to April. have a space. We're going to tell Santa Claus. He's going to be visiting with him soon, he'll, so he'll know. <laughs> Let's continue with a look at the November stats. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, we're always getting the stats from the prior month. You, you uh, let our listeners know the median home, home price, $453,000, $453,750. We need that $750. That's the median home price. It's down just slightly from last month. That's a seasonal change. But when you look at last year... It's up 13.4% in one year. Wow. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Give us some more of the stats that you've got here. How about units sold? Sure. So units sold, we did sell uh, 550 units. Uh Unfortunately, though, we only have about 356 active inventory at the end of the month. So what would be normal for something like that? So we like to actually see a lot more month supply of inventory. Uh, Month supply of inventory when a balanced market is six, we are actually at two weeks. Oh, wow. So six months down to two weeks uh, for the month's supply of inventory. Mm-hmm. 
So we really would like to see more product out there in the market. So it, I was looking at the printed stats here mm -hmm. from last year. We're down 67.2% in active inventory. So here's some of the things I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. I think, well, maybe prices have gone up so high, people don't want to sell their homes anymore. They're figuring if we sell the home, we're going to have to pay the same money or more to buy a new home. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. The next thing is maybe all the people that wanted to buy homes already bought their homes. They've already got them. They're not, they're not shopping this year like they were last year. Right. Um, it, could it be that we're maybe reaching a plateau of the people that are coming or the current plateau? Correct. So we also have to look at the fact that real estate is seasonal, even mm -hmm. though it's a lovely day outside. Yep. Um, real estate is seasonal. So as we start getting into the holidays, mm -hmm. we always see a dip. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that trend line is still tracking. I think what we also have to understand as well with the limited inventory is the fact that we have a lot of um, cash buyers mm -hmm. coming in from out of area. Mm -hmm. And so it's very, um, it's basically one on one off market right now. As soon as a house hits the market, it is, it is sold. And so that doesn't help our numbers as well. Builders Association, um, our permits are low on new homes being built. Mm -hmm. So those properties aren't coming onto the residential resale market either. So no. we are definitely keeping an eye on that. Um, I don't see it getting any better until we hit about February, March, and we start coming out of that winter season and the holiday season. We live in a valley here in Reno, Sparks, mm -hmm. and there's only so much room, April, to build there's houses. So at some point, room. we're going to reach a, a maximum or the maximum that we want. We haven't hit it now, obviously, with all the activity that I see going on, but still, uh, it, when you have a desirable locale, people are eventually going to discover it. Yeah. And I believe Reno, Nevada has been discovered. It has been discovered. We are booming. Uh, we are definitely looking at um, potentially more infill projects as opposed to spreading out. Mm -hmm. So we'll keep an eye on those as well. Oh, yeah. So uh, you mentioned Fernley earlier. is one of my favorite yes. close uh, little cities to, to Reno because it gives you a lot of options that you don't have in Reno, and there's a lot of smaller communities around as well. I get uh, activity reports from Minden, from Dayton, from Gardnerville, very cool areas. Uh, what are some of the areas that you like to talk about when people say they want to buy a home, but they, they just can't handle this number? Fernley. We love Fernley, and Fernley's very close to the Reno Sparks area, so mm -hmm. if you are working in Reno Sparks, it's a quick commute. It's a quiet commute, um, but they're at 307. Thousand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. they have beautiful homes out in Fernley. Um, they too are also adding in more uh, businesses to uh, diversify their economy. So I think Fernley is a great place to live. It's certainly a fun place for me to go visit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have uh, friends that live in Fernley, yeah. so we take that drive out there at least once a month so we can go and hang out and enjoy the scenery and not be in the big city. It's so. just a really nice quick getaway to it Hooterville is. or, you know, Pixley. <laughs> it just seems like, you know, Green Acres out there. It's so much fun. I, I, I love to go there to get ice cream at Steve's Ice Cream in Fernley, Nevada, one of the best ice cream shops you'll ever find. Yeah. Steve moved there from New York a number of years back, and he did some work with our company, and uh, he's rocking and rolling. And I think um, if you look nationally, a lot of people are moving out of the big cities. Mm -hmm. uh, and not that Reno's a big city compared to New York. Right, but, but it's all relative. But it's You're all right. relative, mm -hmm. and a lot of people are looking for more space. Um, so they are looking at the outline. They're looking at Fernley. They're looking out past Spanish Springs, the Red Rock area. Mm -hmm. You were mentioning Minden and Gardnerville. Mm -hmm. um, people are looking for a little bit more space than they're, they were five years ago. And telecommuting nowadays is more common, so exactly. it's, it, it can really fit in. You can work in. in your office yeah. at your home wow. and take the tax deduction. So let's talk to somebody who <laughs> has moved here from another area that we relocated here. We're going to come back after this commercial break and continue our conversation, this time with the gents from Doré Gallery. I'm talking with David and Tim Doré, and we'll also get a final wrap-up from Kate Zook, Executive Director at Silver State Fair Housing Council. That and more after this. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99-plus state fee sites? 
First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Natakwa. Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. Natakwa News is a community newspaper with good news, history, travel, and fun. Natakwa News is delivered to the north slopes of the Sierra Nevada throughout Nevada and California. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. With me in the studio today, I have four guests enjoying conversation. April Labrie is with us. She's the CEO of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Also with us, Kate Zook, ED of the Silver State Fair Housing Council. And also with us, the Dory Brothers, much like the Vaughn Brothers. <laughs> we have David and Tim Dory from Doray Gallery, and they've got a shop in yeah, South, South, Creek. South Creek. Yeah, South Creek Crossing. He brought a couple of things to show us today. We're going to be taking some video and photos when we're done with the show, but in case anybody wants to see a little bit about your work, I want our listeners to know they can just go to our website, and we're going to put up a little bit of video so we can you can see what we're talking about right now. So let us know what we're looking at, David. Excellent. Well, this one here is what I, one of the constellation pieces. This is a breaching humpback whale, mm -hmm. and in the wash off of the whale are four hidden mermaids. Mm -hmm. oh, um, part of a new series that I've got. Some of the other things that you'll be looking at might be some of the sand dune pieces or some of Kim's um, photography of the Sierra Nevadas. Very cool what I saw. You, you do a lot of work with the lighting, Tim, that makes your photos, they, they look like they're oil. To me, they, they look like oil paintings. Well, thanks. They're not. They're all just natural photography. That's um, amazing. Yeah, I try to go early morning and evening sunset stuff just yes. because the light is always better at those uh -huh. times. You and your brother, you've opened up your shop. How long have you had the store? We just now opened. It's brand new. Okay. So, so yeah, uh, um, literally within the last month, we put it together. The space opened up right next to Beer Envy, and it's just an awesome spot. So we yeah. thought, well, you know, we should just take advantage of it while we can oh, because yeah. I don't think it's going to be there that long. Well, yeah. and, you know, I think people are in the mood to, like I say, take advantage of the opportunity to enjoy their homes more so art fits in there but the actual going to the art store looking at the different displays that you have you're going to have a wine event it's, this weekend yeah it's, it's just a little tiny wine walk they do it once a month at the south creek shopping center mm -hmm. um i called it like the petite wine walk yeah because i used to be downtown and for the big wine walk and of course you'd have hundreds yeah <laughs> thousands of people well we want to keep this one safe so. yeah this one's going to be um i think i i can pretty well tell what it's going to be because it is much more of a secluded kind of area there is that the grove that's there yes april you know that i do yeah. i'm well aware of the grove and i'm not sure if they are still there um, but i am interested on doing a serious wine walk just like serious uh, buyers for property i there think you go i think i could get out of the house this weekend for a serious wine walk <laughs> i'm i'm serious so. i'm <laughs> i was just too. Um, i don't know if you guys know who jamie rollins is jamie rollins he's a musician uh, yeah and he I think he won Star Search way back when, yep. if you guys can remember what that yep. was. But Jamie will be there playing songs from his new album. Very from good. two to four. Huh? Awesome. I've listened to him play at the Silver Legacy, and I met him uh, several years back. He's really got some great talent. He's got, a, uh, I think it's kind of like a Jackson Brown kind of feel yeah. uh, that, uh, that he played. But he's uh, an excellent guitarist, so definitely we'll be looking to get there this weekend and um, having some fun. It's one of the great things you can do when you live in northern Nevada is have all these great opportunities. There's always, back before COVID, April, do you remember there's, on any given weekend, there's more to do than there's time. Yes. And so you almost have, you get exhausted if you try to do everything. I am missing that, actually. I, look, I, <laughs> I, my Corvair hasn't run in two years. So no hot August nights. My Harley hasn't run in two years. Uh, no street vibrations. Uh, I'm glad Santa Claus is coming. He doesn't seem to be held up. Thank goodness But that's about Santa. the only thing that's really operating uh, this season. 
Okay. Um, and, and that's the re what's one of the big reasons people like to move to northern Nevada. Yes. So we are um, eagerly awaiting as we continue to open up little things like the wine walk and, and moving forward to um, returning to the outdoor activities that we enjoy during the late spring into fall. Yeah. So, so some of your real estate clients, uh, people move here it's because they love to ski. They love to ski. Ski resorts are opening with the with different uh, social distancing restrictions. Mm -hmm. So excited to see how that works out. I don't personally ski. Um, my husband has a fear of me hitting a tree, so I am staying off the slopes. It's a sunny bono complex. <laughs> no, that's what he said. Um, so uh, that's a short tree. Yeah. So I, but I have a wonderful view from. I live in Washoe Valley, so I have a wonderful view of Mount Rose, and mm -hmm. um, it's it's. I can't wait for snow. Yeah. I think that snow will help get into the Christmas spirit and, and mm -hmm. as we eagerly await Santa. And come January, February, I'm hoping to start see some events on the calendar. Yeah. I know we haven't gone to a concert since last October. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to getting well, out. You know, we just have to find ways to get out because I believe that sunshine is one of the best cures for many ales and at the very least it makes you feel better yes. so why not out go out in the sun and have some fun you're talking about skiing i love to ski but my new wife is a bit apprehensive about skiing so we go snowshoeing and oh. snowshoeing is a wonderful thing to do in northern nevada you can really get away from all of the crowds and it's relatively safe i mean how fast can you go on a snowshoe right <laughs> that's right i mean it's like molasses and yet it's just fun and and all sorts of very cool things to do. Kate Zook is with us in the studio. Kate, you're in the fair housing world. What do you do for fun? you have any things you enjoy doing? Are you a horseback rider? Oh, my gosh, no. <laughs> a motorcycler. <laughs> no. No, I raise chickens. How's right. that? Yeah, I love that. Raise yeah, chickens. I have a few chickens. Yeah. And uh, Are you in, a, in the city or are you on a farm? Oh, I'm not on a farm. So you're an urban I, chicken I'm owner. an urban chicken person. Uh -huh. my, my husband... Uh, Moved here from North Carolina, and uh -huh. he had a bazillion, approximately, chickens that would run around out in the country. Yeah. Uh, and when he moved out here, he was adamant that he wanted chickens. And so we visited all the neighbors and asked for permission. And now I have these girls who live out back. No boys. No no roosters going on there. But, you get eggs? Uh, are you? We did, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's winter time for mm -hmm. people who raise chickens. You know, daylight gets shorter. Mm -hmm. You get fewer eggs. And some of my girls are eight years old. Really? Uh, they're not doing much of anything anymore except eating uh, corn. I grew up on a farm, and we had a lot of chickens. Yeah. So I'm really familiar with chickens. And I know more and more people are getting somewhat exotic chickens as mm -hmm. pets. Mm -hmm. And they put them right in their backyard, and they're yeah. delightful. They're lovely to look at. And we, had, we saw a couple of them running around in our neighborhood recently, and we know that they're they're not, you know, wild chickens, but they're just kind of cute. Uh, they're they're, they're nice. great. They yeah. make a nice noise. They kind of cluck yeah. and. Uh, well, you get some natural fertilizer too out of that, don't you? You do. You get a lot of natural fertilizer <laughs> out of that. Yeah. I bet. I might uh, have. Uh, I might have a delivery for you sometime. <laughs> oh, great. And uh, we can maybe swap out some honey for some fertilizer. There you like go. Yeah, there you go. David Dory's in the studio. David, you're an artist. You love to paint. You love bears. You love whales. you got to have some. What do you like to do for fun besides art? Oh, well, that's what I do for fun. But um, You look like a rock climber to me. No, not really. You know, I, I used to ski a lot. And, you know, I'm afraid of broken legs just like these guys. Yeah, so. yeah you have to avoid, <laughs> avoid those kinds of problems, yeah. But so you like, you just enjoy spending the time behind the brush, basically. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So I, I, I get paid to have fun. Yeah, that's why I'm going into the business of beekeeping. Not there yet, but one day I will be a professional, full-time, very expensive beekeeper. And uh, that's what I'm going to do for a living. But it's great that you're doing what you love uh, for your business, and it's what you love to do for your pastime. Yeah, man, we've had some great times having the art gallery. Sometimes it's a little bit like maybe Andy Warhol's, if you can remember that part. One time, a story, to, just to tell you a little bit about Peter. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the galleries I had earlier when I was next to Peter, one of the guys had brought in a fog machine because we we're getting ready for an art reception. And he turns out, put way too much stuff into the fog machine, and it filled up the entire gallery and it set off the smoke alarms. And everybody from the TV station next door had to run outside because we set off the smoke alarms. Well, 
that's what it's like having an art gallery. Yeah, and uh, having neighbors like <laughs> David Dory and his group there, um, before long we were all drinking champagne and, and at an art show is what it turned out to be. And it was a great time and we, you were great neighbors and we enjoyed having you there. You know, in business you have a lot of um, obstacles that can come at you in any way, shape, or form on any given day and you just have to deal with them and always know that you're enjoying yourself and having a good time and putting out a great product for other people to enjoy. So I want to thank my guests in the studio for being with us today. April Libri from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Any final messages for our listeners? I hope you all have a wonderful holiday season and uh, hang in there. It, it's it's going to be great. And uh, if you are looking to sell your property or buy a property, please, please, please hire a realtor. Very good. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you. Kate Zook is with us too. Kate, final mm -hmm. thoughts from Silver State? Everybody stay safe. Enjoy whatever holidays you are celebrating. Make them meaningful and contact Silver State Fair Housing Council whenever you have a problem with housing. We'll try to get you the answers you need. Reach us here in Reno at 775-324-0990. All right, Kate. Now we'll put your website and your contact information on our website, NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. Make it easy for people to find you. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. Also with us in the studio, David Dory. From Doray Gallery. Dave, I'm glad you're here. Thanks for coming in. Thanks. I enjoyed it. And I'm glad you brought some pieces for us to show. We're going to be posting these photos, maybe a little bit of video up on our website so they can check it out. And again, if somebody wants to visit your gallery, let them know where. We are at www.dory.gallery. That's, that's D-O-R-E. D-O-R-E Gallery. Very good. We'll look forward to seeing you soon. Also with us, Tim Dory in the studio. Tim, it was nice to have you here. I want to come in and check out some more of your photography work. I'm always looking to upgrade my photography skills. Oh, yeah. And sometimes I can do that just by looking at other people's work. So I'm sure we're going to be talking helpful. again. Yeah. We'll be looking forward to seeing you again sometime soon, Tim. All right. Thank you. Nice I want to thank our listeners for tuning in as well. We're on the air again next week. Same time, same station. Tell your friends and family too so they can tune in and make a great deal on real estate and real estate for investors. Until then, goodbye everybody. Bye. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to Peter at Nevada Real Estate Radio.com. Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. Natakwa News is a community newspaper with good news, history, travel, and fun. Natakwa News is delivered to the north slopes of the Sierra Nevada throughout Nevada and California. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa.